Danite Radio. Welcome to the Counter Revolution. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> like his, what one? His favorite episode is the uh, Thaden King episode. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> You told me today, bro. Dude, that is like the worst episode. I was so disappointed in that episode. We sound like idiots. Yeah, for sure. Both of us. <laughs> Dang, bro. He Maybe liked it day. because we sounded like idiots. That was Maybe one enjoyed. day. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, Canal, you're not getting a light and breezy episode today. We got, dude, I do we got have, stuff on the docket. I do have something to get into, dude. Before we get into it. Broski, yeah. Welcome back to Dan I Radio. This is Shadow. <laughs> Rock dog here. <laughs> Last time we didn't introduce ourselves till the end, so. Did we even do it at the end? I thought we just decided it was not a thing anymore we do. Yeah, people just know us now. We're famous. Famous. Yeah, so sorry I was late, bro. I, we like, we go do karate at this gym and then like our rent is we teach a kickboxing class ever and no one ever shows up to the kickboxing class. So, you know, <laughs> I don't count on it. Then this, it, here's how, here, here's how not often it happens. This girl shows up and I thought she was just there to lift weights. So I was like, you want to do some karate with us? She's like, I thought it was kickboxing. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'll teach you some kickboxing. <laughs> so, so I did a kickboxing class on the fly. I think she had fun, but she'll probably never show up because they always seem to have fun and then they never come again. So. Yeah. There you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, good um, job. Yeah, I did a, I did a good job. So, start us off live before we get into it, huh? Yeah. Uh, that video I sent you, Norm Macdonald, uh, apology tour on the View. Mm-hmm. That video made me so mad, dude. I was wondering why the, you sent it to me. <laughs> the greatest comic mind of. The 80s and 90s, and arguably today he just doesn't do anything because he he can't live in our world apparently. But because yeah, he's from another the greatest planet. comedic mind of the 80s and 90s, late 80s to 2000s, let's say okay. to early 2000s. Um, he is apologizing to the hags on the View. Because he said Down syndrome. He lost a show because he said you'd have to have Down syndrome to think that anybody was pro-rape. <laughs> On, uh, what's that guy's show? The DJ, the shock jock. Um, oh, Howard Stern. On Howard Stern's show, he says you'd have to have Down syndrome to think that, to think um, someone was pro-rape, someone, yeah. which honestly, or to be pro-rape. I think that a Down syndrome person is so full of love that they don't think anyone is pro-rape. <laughs> they give most people the benefit of the doubt. So you'd have to be less than Down syndrome or more than Down syndrome to think. And so I don't get to enjoy Norm Macdonald's Netflix comedy show because the weaklings at Netflix get offended by the word Down Syndrome. Because he didn't want to say retarded and get in trouble. So he said Down Syndrome. 
That is a brutal story. I'm not giving up. I We had that debate with Devin on this podcast. Oh, yeah. And that video made me decide I'm not giving up the retard foothold in the... In your life? Political correctness. Not because I I hate retards, not because I want to offend retards, but because I am not giving another inch in the political correctness realm. I will say fag, and I will say retard until the day I die. Not because I want to offend fags, and not because I want to offend retards, but because I will not give up another foothold in the political correctness realm. Yeah. Norm MacDonald defended Louis C.K., which is what got him into the position he was in anyways. Louis C.K. did some weird stuff, but he did not force anybody to do anything. And if anything, he gave us more to laugh about. <laughs> and now Norm MacDonald doesn't do a show because yeah. he apologized for defending his friends, A, Roseanne Barr, and B, Louis C.K., both of whom should not be canceled, both of whom said things that, first of all, Roseanne was on, Xanax, or not Xanax, the sleeping drug that makes people do crazy stuff. Uh, ketamine? No. Ketamine's a opiate. Uh, oh, I think I do know what you're talking about. Anyways, it doesn't matter. She was high. She called a stupid politician who happened to be black a monkey. She called her that because she was stupid. I got the context when I watched it, and I hate Roseanne. Some of the stuff she says, I want to punch her in the face. She's a communist. She is a communist. But I knew what she was saying when she said it. And I appreciate that she was actually attacking a leftist politician disguised as a liberal. She was calling them out on their bullcrap and calling her a stupid monkey. And everyone's like, you can't call black people monkeys, even if they're acting like monkeys. You know, because monkeys aren't bright. So we can't say monkey, but we also can't say retard or down syndrome. How are we supposed to describe stupid people? When when do they when do we draw the line? When do they start saying, Oh, you can't say stupid anymore either? Cause there are stupid people. It's not their fault they're stupid, but we can can we call them stupid? When do we draw the line on this political correctness? And I get it. It's always common sense. It's always common sense. I don't want to hurt the retard's feelings, so I won't say retard. But the problem is we give you one inch and you take 10 freaking miles. It's the same argument for gun control. We give you one inch saying, yeah, all right, you know, maybe the average citizen that shouldn't, is common have, sense. shouldn't have an automatic weapon. And then guess what you do? Take 10 freaking miles. We're not, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not playing your stupid games. I'm sorry, Devin. I love you, but I'm not playing the political correctness game. I'm going to say retard till the day I die solely to maintain freedom of speech in this country. And Devin, I assure you, I have a lot more retarded friends than you do. Of everything you've said, that might be the hottest take that I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to measure that? <laughs> Um, I don't know. Retards love me, bro. That's true. Down syndrome people love me. Uh, autistic people love me. What's that other one? Asperger's. Cerebral palsy people love me. How many people do you know with cerebral palsy? Oh, okay. His name's Michael. He's my homie. Good. Good on you. He. I can tell he's my homie because he screams at me in the halls of church. Nice. Yeah. 
He's dope. Nice. He's my guy. The good news is Devin doesn't listen, so. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Challenge will never have to be. Uh, maybe. Uh, it's funny that you don't listen to the podcast that you come and guest on sometimes. <laughs> That's how offensive the hosts are. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking while you were talking. I guess my dream of becoming a famous podcaster is dying tonight. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. There's a lot of like smaller shows that say retard. I just, dude, I can't do it, man. I can't, I can't give another foothold in this political correctness. I understand the reason behind the N-word 100%. I get it why we shouldn't say it to black people. Why we shouldn't say it. Why we should just let it die. Where I struggle is A, they continue to give it life. I didn't learn the N-word from any white guys. I didn't learn the N-word from my dad. I learned the N-word from black guys on in music and on movies. And I also struggle in that they use it as a bludgeon in the battle for political correctness. People lose their careers because they say the N-word and it's bullcrap. No, you're uh, not white people lose their careers yeah, for saying the N-word, yeah. whereas black people make their careers saying the N-word. And that's where it becomes an issue. Yeah. And I, I, I'm with you. I get why we, we shouldn't say it. I get all those things. But yeah, that's that's what happens. And for those of you out there who are offended by the N-word, have you listened to a rap song recently by sure. a black artist? Have you? Have you really listened to it? Yeah. I bet if we looked up the statistics, the average is 40 times a song. Yeah. And says I'm, not, the N-word. I'm not arguing for, uh, you know, I have a, um, I'm all about if a guy crosses a line for you, put him back physically. Right. So if a black guy, if I say the N word in front of a black guy and he wants to beat me up, okay. You know, and I have the fortunate um, circumstance where I'm uh, I'm larger than average. Yeah, significantly mm, larger. Sixty five percent of men. So maybe is that maybe I'm maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe only fifty five percent. I might have guessed seventy. Uh, oh, I'm larger than sixty five percent of men. So I could get away with it if I wanted to. However, um, and I used to say it jokingly. Uh, however, I was asked by my my. Uh, my direct patriarch not to say it anymore and I humbly I shouldn't say that but <laughs> I'm so humble I, I humbled myself and I took his directive so I don't say it anymore um, and it's it's a hot button word it's, a, it, it's gonna cause problems for you if you say it and so I've taken that I've, I won't say that word However, it is the first foothold in the battle for political correctness. And I won't let faggot and retard become the N-word. I won't let it. I, I won't have people like Norm MacDonald getting fired. Comics who I love. Oh, here's what I was going to come up with. Norm MacDonald has testified of the Savior and defended his church on live television. Really? So a man who has defended the Church of Christ against a weenie on last comic standing gets canceled 
because he says retard. Interesting. So tell me where, tell me what side God falls on that. One of the few voices who will actually stand for him, even though it wasn't in a major way, he just, he did stand for the church. And he also stands for like a, uh, not a celibate life, but a one woman. Abstinent life. Abs- yeah, uh, one woman. You know, he there are things that he stands for openly that most people in his position don't. Sure. And he gets canceled because he says retard. Where does that make sense? How does God feel about that? Yeah. And why, why, and, and who do you think is benefiting from getting Norm MacDonald canceled? That's it. Who's behind the political correctness movement, do you think? That's hmm. an interesting question. Let's see. Anyone who has these Christian v- views uh, gets canceled because they say retard? Hmm. Weird. Wonder who's benefiting from that. So yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. I am not giving another inch on the political correctness front. And that's actually going to happen. <laughs> what? I, I hope people think you're exaggerating. I desperately hope that they do that because that is not what's happening nope. here, folks. I'm all R words and F words from now on, folks. <laughs> we are a stubborn people. And, uh, this vow he does not take lightly. How about that? And I find the C word, which came up in our last debate about this, more shocking than even the N word. And I don't think that anyone should be canceled for saying the C word. Agreed. The the C word brings to mind images for me that are disturbing. Slightly. Sometimes when I'm when I'm caught off guard or something. But I don't want them taken off the air any more than I want someone who says the R word or the F word. Retard and fag. Have you seen that comedian do the impression of the retarded faggot? Yes. <laughs> what is his name? It's so funny. Oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. Go ahead and click retarded faggot in YouTube and see what comes up. Because you're going to get some funny stuff. And that, yeah, that bit is hilarious. So. That's also about being uh, being offended. Yeah. we. Uh, it's probably good if you're offended by what we're saying today. Probably. Probably a wise thing because we don't care. It's not our job to keep you uh, yeah. unoffended. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing that game anymore. It just... Offense is your choice to make, so... Yeah, my love for more, Norm MacDonald is what brought this on because to watch him cower before the, the hags on The View really pissed me off when the last time i saw him on the view he made comic history dude <laughs> so yeah look up uh norm mcdonald on the view on uh, youtube as well it'll be it'll be well worth your time most norm mcdonald stuff is worth your time that guy's fudge and hilarious yeah, he's a genius so uh item number two you ready for this one bing bang ching chong. oh i i have an inner interjection here all right rocky's real fired up today folks sorry <laughs> so you're in for I'm it heated yeah let's go that's the interjection that's oh all i had to say yeah so i had a i had requested that we speak about the email that president nelson sent out about uh getting the vax oh they say you shouldn't say it because youtube will hear it and cancel you but getting the pokey poke 
Get in the pokey poke. I have some things to share about that as well. So I am fully prepared to talk about this. But fair warning. I've got a lot of questions. I've got a lot of... I'm conflicted about it. So why don't you start? Okay. I am not conflicted about it. Um, Interesting. I've struggled with this prophet since he's been ordained. I've never struggled with a prophet before. So I spend a lot of time praying for um, affirmation. Yeah. And I get it. Every time I pray, the Lord will never let me down as far as letting me know who his prophet is. And President Nelson is a prophet. Is a we, prophet. I second your testimony. So I've taken uh, an approach with the prophet, this prophet in particular, that if he says something, I do it. Um, that being, there's been a few things that have paid off immensely, immensely in that, um, in that, in doing that, uh, I, one particular, and I, I'm only going into this because I think everyone should do it. This prophet said, kneel down, pray to know, um, how to pray for more power. No. Oh. Pray to know how the Lord feels about you and your mission on this earth. Oh, interesting. And that is the most powerful experience I've ever had in prayer. Uh, it doesn't happen immediately, but you give it a couple days and you'll get the experience. He That is a promise from the prophet, and I, I, I jump onto that promise wholeheartedly. And that experience right there was a has sustained me in some trying times and it has sealed my testimony of this prophet. No matter how much I struggle personality wise with him. Pray to know how to pray for more power is a different challenge. I guess draw. And so that being said, I have some sister in laws who are really struggling with this email that went out about the vaccine. About the vax. The pokey poke. The pokey poke. And there, I mean, it, it runs a gambit. Some are on the side of follow the prophet, and some are not. Surprisingly, some of the anti-vax ones are on the side of follow the prophet no matter what, which is fine. You know, it's that's a good place to be in. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not opposed to anyone who gets the vax because the prophet said to get the vax. I'm all about it. My one sister-in-law made the comment of, if you're not scared to get corona... You shouldn't be scared to get the pokey poke. Interesting. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. You're right. I shouldn't be scared to get the pokey poke if I'm not scared to get Corona. However, there is more to this than just the vaccine. I have read books in my day. And in those books, I have read about people who I never want to be. Book one is the New Testament. There are ten lepers who go to the Savior to get healed. Ten go. Ten get instructions to bathe, I believe, in a river or something. Uh, No, they're just sent away. He heals them and says... Uh, 
go into Jerusalem and do something. Maybe it is bathe. I thought it was they, bathe in a fountain or something. They don't make it to Jerusalem. I know that, though. Okay. They're on the way to wherever their destination is revealed. Right. So, and three return and thank him. One returns. One? Is it only one? Okay. And Jesus says, did I not heal ten, right? Where, where are the nine? Where are the nine? And I read that story and thought mostly about the parents of the nine. You know, like you're in the Bible as one of the lepers who didn't take Jesus. Like I would imagine on the other <laughs> side, there were some uh, stern talking to as, as I say, every time I lose a bowling, my dad's going to cane me. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I never want to be the parent of one of those nine. And I never want to be one of the nine either, <clears throat> but I would be humiliated if one of my children didn't go back and thank Jesus. Sure. Um, another book I've read, and this has been confirmed by other books, but the original book I read was The Diary of Anne Frank. Okay. Anne Frank gets caught by the Nazis. And I'm not sure if it's... I can't remember if it's... Uh, specified or if it's simply alluded to that somebody dropped a dime on Anne Frank. Somebody snitched on Yeah. I never want to be the person who is reporting Jews to the Nazis. Sure. And in my quest for that, I want to be the farthest thing from it. In... New York City. No, 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 no. Let's start with Australia. In Australia, or as we call it, Auschwitz, they are building camps for people who don't want to get the vaccine or who test positive for COVID. And you can say, oh, it's only for the two-week stay, but they always say the camps are just temporary, <laughs> right? Yeah. That that's the biggest lie. The, yeah. the government yeah. seizing power and saying this power is temporary. That's a I've damnable lie. Seen these camps? They are prison camps. That's all there is to it. Australia is going down a dark path. Fast. And you can say, "Oh, well that's Australia." But in New York City, they have a vaccine mandate that I believe it was the beginning of this month, but it might be October. That goes into effect that every business has to fire any employee who doesn't have the vaccine. And there is no medical opting out. So people whose doctor tell them, don't get this vaccine, it could be bad for you. Will lose their lose job. their job because they are listening to their doctor. I'm sorry, but that's almost as bad as what's happening in Australia. That is tyranny. That is um, totalitarianism. Also in Australia, they are having, making their citizens download an app that they have to take a picture of where they're at within 15 minutes of the app to make sure they're at home. They have randomized alerts yes. from the state 
that yes. say, where are you right now? And within 15 minutes, you have to respond with a geotagged photograph of yourself sent back to the government this, to ensure that you're at your house. That is Hitler's wet dream. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wet dream. Ever. That was profane. That is Hitler's dream. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> that is Hitler's dream. Okay, right there. He... Yeah. has an erection <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is a totalitarian's dream right there to have that kind of power over people hitler would have been salivating stalin mao yeah, mao they would have been salivating uh xi jinping yeah so well, freak he already uh he showed us how a totalitarian handles these things freaking Weld an apartment elevator door shut yeah, and trapping sure. people inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I want to say this. The geotagged thing, that's not that different from welding the door shut. Yeah. That's because yeah, it's crazy. if you if you send a picture back and you're not in the right place and you get arrested, that's exactly yeah. the same thing as getting locked in an apartment building. Mm-hmm. That is not different. Mm-hmm. You have lost the same freedom. For sure. And this is a stolen idea. I'm not gonna cite it because I, it's it's hearsay anyways, but it's it makes sense. It's a logical thing. Resistance to the Nazis didn't come. Resistance to totalitarian states. It, there's not some big moment where everyone just starts resisting. You have to resist the small things. So going back to the faggot retard argument, I'm resisting the vaccine. Because I will not be on the side. I will not be in the 90% of Germans who helped the Nazis. I will be in the 10% of Germans who resisted the Nazis. And that starts with this vaccine. It starts with the masks and the, the vaccine. I will not get that vaccine because I'd rather be the guy in the camp than the guy dropping a dime on Anne Frank. So... As much as I've strived to follow this prophet, this is where I draw the line. And he's not making it mandatory for membership. He's not making it mandatory to go to the temple. But I will stop going to the temple if that's the case. If that becomes the case, I will stop going to the temple. And I love the temple. The temple is a huge part of my life. But I will not be in the 10% who... who, uh, Gave in to totalitarianism. No, the ninety percent who gave in to totalitarianism. I will resist. I will be the person who's hiding Anne Frank in their attic. I will not be the guy who's dropping a dime on my neighbor who's hiding Anne Frank in the attic. I uh I might not be going back to school this semester because of that in January. Mm. Nice. Uh that's that's part of where my struggle lies. And again, I'm not judging anybody. If you get the vaccine, that's on you. And I'm not saying that you are siding with the Nazis if you get the vaccine. I understand. I'm just saying I'm drawing my line as far away as possible so that I don't cross it. The the reason I bring that up, I've thought a great deal about it. And I have this to offer. I brought it up in um, therapy. And what my therapist said to me I think is very interesting. He said, it becomes an ethical dilemma. An interesting one. If you feel like them forcing you to get a vaccine is wrong, morally, which I, I believe it to be. I believe 
vaccine mandates of any kind are wrong. Forcing me to, even forcing me to have a certain kind of health care is wrong morally, I believe. But we're talking about vaccines. Forcing me to take that vaccine is wrong morally. So from there, you get into a, does it not become my ethical responsibility to lie to the school and fake a vaccine, a vaccination card, or whatever it takes to still attend? Potentially, yeah. If it is actually morally wrong for them to force me to get a vaccine, then it's, and, and it's a state school. It's the state forcing me to get a vaccine. So that that's where I'm that's where I'm at with it. Potentially, I'll be the yeah faking vaccine cards mm-hmm. and you know lying, and they probably won't even require that. They'll say, "Are you vaccinated?" Yeah, yep. But the uh, the person hiding Anne Frank was lying and breaking the law. Yeah, yeah, they were. And and I'm not saying that. Um, the prophet will side with the Nazis. You know, I'm not saying the church will fall on that side. But there is a story um, that I've read a couple of accounts on of a church in Germany that put a no Jews allowed sign up on the outside of their church. And they had a ethnically Jewish member who had to stop coming to church. So the church is run by flawed people, Okay. The perfect gospel is run by imperfect people. So I will I will turn against the church if it comes down to looking like I'm siding with Nazis. And that's 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 the only thing that'll make me turn against the church and I might not even turn against the church, but I will not get this vaccine for the church. I'll stop going to church. So that raises the question. Are you sacrificing your soul for that? No. No, I'm not. Do you think the I am? Fo- no. I'm, it, I this will, is a que- this is, these are the questions that need answered on this If podcast. I leave the church over this vaccine, it won't be to start drinking. Sure. I will continue to live my life the way it's been. I will read the Book of Mormon. I will read my scriptures. I will probably still pay my tithing. But if they say I can't come to church unless I get a vaccine, I won't do it. And like you said, the the obligation falls on me to resist the tyranny, right? True. And that's all this is, tyranny. And the church believes in being subject to Kings, magistrates, laws, all those things. And obeying, honoring, and right? sustaining the law. Now, a f- a non- an imperfect human might look at the law of the land as not being the Constitution, as being these mask and vaccine mandates, and follow those. That's not a, a, that's not a problem with the church. That's a problem with human perception. I, yeah. And I don't believe that the church is going to force members to get vaccines. I, I don't believe it either. But I'm making it abundantly clear where I stand on this vaccine. Interesting. And if it goes totalitarian, who know, what are the churches in Australia doing? 
I don't know. Have you heard an outcry from the church about what's going on in Australia? Because I haven't. And if I was the prophet, you'd hear it. But what we do get is you should get the vaccine. We urge you to get the vaccine. To quote the letter. Yeah. And I'm and I'm in no way coming down. I know that this is the prophet of God. I know it 100%. But if my membership banks on a vaccine card, see you later. You're, yeah, that won't happen. I know. But <laughs> you, they might require it to attend to meetings, but, yeah. but they, they would yeah. never require I'm sure they won't put my membership on yeah. the line. But who's to say? I, I'm, I'm sure there are saints in Australia not going to church because they don't have their vaccine. Churches are still closed there. Temples yeah. are closed there. So, the, the, so... There is no opportunity for anyone to go to church in Australia. Yeah. It, the, the, the church is beholden to the law of yeah, the state. Yeah, to the law of the land. Right. So, and, But the second they start saying, you know, and that's where, that's where I struggle. That, again, my, fortunately for me, I've had enough struggles with this prophet and I've prayed and prayed and prayed enough to know that he is the prophet that I know. You know, and, and my wife comes on, comes down on it in a, in a slightly different way. She's also not getting the vaccine, but she prayed. She prayed hard, and she received the answer, your family's not supposed to get this vaccine. I have some kids who have some health issues. My son had uh, either botulism or Guillain-Barre when he was young, and they say that this vaccine can cause Guillain-Barre. Uh, we've had some health problems, some lung problems. There's factor five runs in my family. There are some issues that that scare her, and she feels like she's received the answer, I'm not getting this. And guess who told us to pray about everything the prophet tells us? The prophets. Brigham Young. Brigham Young was a big proponent of that. Pray about everything I say because I'm just an idiot man. A magnificent idiot man. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> idiot man. Wish I could have been one of his wives. <laughs> oh. I think it needs repeating. You've said it already, but <clears throat> we are not advocating for you to get the vaccine or not. We don't we don't care. Live your life. Yep. Fight for freedom. <laughs> That's part of me being a freedom fighter. I don't care what you do. Yeah. I know what I'm it, doing. It needed to if be If you said. try and force me to do something, I will defend myself and I'm good at it. Just so you know. You better train. I've been hit by him, and it is bad to the you, bone. You better train your ass off because I'm training my ass off to yeah. defend myself from you. So you can try and force me, but I, that's when that's when my force returns. But if you want to get that vaccine, I don't blame you. I don't blame you in the slightest. And, your life will be much easier for it. And the prophet sees that, and that's probably why he recommends you get the vaccine. There are uh, that and the church's holdings in Pfizer. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one. <laughs> I there are uh, hundreds of millions of human beings who've died in a totalitarian government, standing up for what they believed in. Shot in the head behind a chemical shed because they 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 refused to cow. 
to to terrorism. They refused to count it to totalitarianism. They died nameless and were prepared to do the same thing. To die nameless. Yep. To but we'll die knowing that we stood up for what we believed in. We yeah. stood on our, stood on our morals and refused to give an inch. And I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even say it's courage, because I fear far more getting to the other side of the veil and looking in the eyes a Jew who I turned into the Nazis. <laughs> that is far more terrifying to me than dying behind a chemical shed, nameless. Yeah. And and. It's looking right now that the unvaccinated are the current Jews. At least in Australia or Auschwitz, as we call it. So I've I've got a question about this then. We still got 20 minutes before an hour, right? Sure. Whatever you got, bro. Um, Let's do it. This is switching gears a little bit. The abortion law in Texas. Tejas, abortion law. What do you think? How can you be against it if you're pro-life, right? I'm all about it. What What are you asking? So the way I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong. If you know of someone who has an abortion, you can sue them in civil court for $10,000. No, not the, the receiver of the abortion, the doctor who performed the abortion. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's different. That is very, very different. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that is not, in your mind, snitching. Uh, snitching? Tattling to the state? Turning in someone, uh, turning in a desperate woman? It, it does make a difference that so it's a doctor. I do the, see the difference there. Yeah, it's it's not the woman. You cannot sue the woman. You sue the doctor. Okay. Um. So, so what if it's a back alley abortion? It's performed by someone who's not a doctor. Can they still be sued? Anyone performing the abortion can be sued. Okay. My... Um, it is a totalitarian move. I'll give you that. Uh, however, it defends life. It's not that totalitarian. The difference is, um, are we locking people up because they won't get a vaccine or are we suing them? We're not even locking them up. Or are we suing them because they're killing a baby? Yeah. Um, again, it's the. So here's how I look at it. And you can say this is mental gymnastics if you want. But. We're all performing mental gymnastics. So. The last number I saw was 300,000 abortions a year. 70 ish percent of them are black. That's a black genocide. <laughs> So are we, again, defending people from genocide or are we not ratting 
or are we writing people to the government? Sure. Right? Yeah. I think that it's a, the, in Texas, they are fighting a moral fight and I will side with them. Maybe I'll move to Texas and start getting to know pregnant people who are going to have abortions so I can start suing doctors. (laughs) An abortion bounty hunter, huh? (laughs) I, um, and it's, it's any abortion after six weeks, weeks which I believe that's the quickening when you can start to feel it. No, that's the heartbeat. That's the heartbeat. But um, I'm all for it. You can call me hypocritical if you want, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm for not committing black genocide. As somebody who said the N-word, I don't want blacks to tie in mass numbers. Odd. Oddly enough. Weird. Yeah. Can you believe that? No, I'm shocked. I'm also against Down syndromes being aborted. So, uh, and I say retard. (laughs) (laughs) And if there's a way to find out in the womb if somebody's going to be gay, which uh, if you listen to our last podcast, you probably know I don't believe that. But if, if there's a way to find that out, I don't want fags killed either. Well, what do you say? But I will fight for my right to say fag every day. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. I hate abortion. I I'm glad that Texas is fighting against abortion, but I will fight for uh, um. Norm, not Norm McDonald's. Mark Norman's right to make abortion jokes. I find them hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's a genius too. Uh, I'm consistent in that way. I'm very pro-free speech and I'm very anti-genocide. I view... I I think that the... the our country is, is going to pay for a couple things. Uh... The sex slavery that's going on that we, that our rich people fund, our rich pedophiles fund. And however, I think we're, we're resisting that enough that maybe we'll avoid the, the punishment for it. And I think we'll pay, we're, we're going to pay for the genocide we're committing through abortion. Yeah. It's a fascinating, I, it's a fascinating um, situation where black mothers are walking in and abetting the genocide of their own children. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and, and all these people that are like, you know, big into this racial bull crap are like, we got to have more black abortions. Like What? Do you know who Margaret Sanger was? Like, do, are you kidding me? The eugenicist and racist, yeah, you yeah, mean? Yeah, the one who's like, we got to set up a plan so that black mothers will walk in and just kill their babies on their own. Yeah, we've covered this one before. Uh, a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a diabolical plan to kill American babies diabolical 
and pulled off masterfully. 300,000 abortions a year. 70% of them black. How long has Planned Parenthood been open? Six, I guess since Roe v. Wade. They've been performing legal abortions since Roe v. Wade. Yeah, I, don't, I'm not, I can't remember. I can't remember 70s, the dates. I but. think so. That fifty years, two hundred and ten thousand abortions a year. It obviously hasn't been that many, but that's a lot of babies murdered. A lot. And I, I hesitate to call it murder. Yeah, the church doesn't even call it consider it murder, but. Um, it is beautiful little lives that could have been, you know, and, and we eliminate them in such fashion. So in incredible and horrible, 300,000 a year. Yeah. And for the sake of all you people who think that I'm racist, 230,000 black babies a year. I I think this needs to be said, and you may disagree. I'm not opposed to better sexual education. I'm not opposed to learning how to use birth control. Those aren't bad things either. I do think that abortion is, is a diabolical scheme by a potentially wicked, wicked woman. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be the first to say it. Americans are uptight as crap about... Sexual education. Yeah, and it's, uh, I, I do think it's it's somewhat damaging. However, yeah. um, abortion isn't the answer. <laughs> in, in, in honesty, the answer is better sexual education in the home, but we're, yeah. we're struggling to see that happen. Parents so there who, does need to be some. Who have open conversations about sex with their children. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And dads who. Yeah. Are around. Don't don't trust your the retards who teach your kids in public school to do it because they're n- not very bright. Have you heard the Dave Chappelle bit about abortion? No. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can kill him, I can at least yeah. abandon him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you can choose to kill him, but I can also choose not to pay for him. Yeah, he's hilarious. To that end, what he says after is. If I'm wrong, maybe we're wrong. And that's, uh, I, th- I think that's the stance that Texas is taking. Although, albeit in a mildly alarming way, doing it in a civil court is a little bit touch and go. But they're protecting life. They are fighting for the unborn. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take any sort of fighter, dude. I mean, look at the Republicans we have in Congress now. They just lay down and take it, you know. I mean, the, there's a couple good ones. It's a single, it's a one-party system with some outliers, you know. Good old uh, Rand. Rand Paul. <laughs> My guy, Smoking dude. Smoking Fauci like it's no one's business. And since you're looking up videos we're recommending, go look up freaking Rand Paul interviewing Dr. Fauci. He uh, lays it on him, sticks it to him. And that it, guy needs arrested. That guy yeah, is a horrible, horrible criminal. It just got criminal. proven. He did everything Rand Paul said he did. Yeah. So, yeah. I like Dan Crenshaw too, out of Texas. Oh, old twenty, huh? He's got one eye, so he's got twenty vision instead of twenty twenty. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible joke. I know. 
I'm the worst. Um, I had one more thing to say about abortion, but I forgot it. So it probably a stupor of thought. Then. It's probably stupid anyways then. I mean, retarded. <laughs> um, just kidding. Um, yeah. I'm tired now. <laughs> yeah. Wore out. I'm tired from listening. I wasn't even talking. I wasn't even talking that much. Um, damn, I can't remember what I was going to say. I mean, dang, I can't remember what dang. I was going to say. Alrighty, bro. You got anything else? You wear yourself out? Uh, I had something too, but I can't remember. So what are we at? 50 minutes. 50 minutes? Yeah. yeah. What? I'm tempted to just freaking pause it and sit here and think real hard. Um, or we can just... Uh, I had a... Uh, oh, uh, so have you heard, while you're thinking, have you heard uh, Norm MacDonald talk about teachers? No. <laughs> He's like, he was bringing it up in this stand-up. He's like, uh, so yeah, have you... Uh, you know... People think that teachers are heroes, but it's like, really? Like, they work the same schedule as kids go to school. <laughs> and, like, this teacher is, like, in the audience, like, freaking out. He's like, he's like, so wait, what's the matter? Like, she's just pissed, you know? And he's like, but that'd be, but, so what do you do for a living? You're not one of them friggin' teachers, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, yeah. And he's like, so what grade do you teach? And she's like, high school. And he's like, well, what grade though? She's like, high school. He's like, but what grade? She's like, uh, she finally says nine through 12. And he's like, so you only need like a 13 year education to teach these kids. smokes <laughs> her. Brutal. That is devastating. I'm sorry. <laughs> Teachers are stupid. I do not trust a teacher to teach my kids about sex. I barely trust them to teach about anything. The only reason I do is because um, we've tried the homeschool thing and we're not great at it. I do think we're better than the teachers, but um, my wife struggles with self-confidence is the problem. She's a brilliant lady. But she thinks that because she doesn't teach them for eight hours a day like a retarded teacher does, that she's not getting them a good education, which isn't true. My wife could teach them just as effectively in three or four. Schools are just glorified. Uh, oh, yeah. They're teaching lines. you how to work in a yeah. In They're a teaching factory, you how to work in a sure. factory. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, get absolutely. it. I get it, mate. School's the worst. School is the worst. Alrighty, folks. I okay. think that's it. I couldn't think of what I was going to say, so it's all good. About abortion? Yeah. Who knows? It's gone with the wind. You were talking about, like, you didn't like the civil court thing before? It wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with that. Okay. I can't remember. All right. Alrighty, man. I'll see you at work tomorrow, actually, huh? Yep. You're coming to our job. Yep. So lucky. Can't wait. Okay, Alrighty, folks. folks. Have a good week. Thanks for uh, tuning in. God bless y'all. Yep.